You know, I've I heard a lot of good things from these two matches, especially from Tuesday. Um, I think the guys from the Dynamo Discord were telling me that the Malik Foster like was a beast uh, whenever he played. Um, so I'm really, really, really excited about what Malik Foster uh, will bring uh, into this uh, into this lineup for the 2019 season. Uh, the only gripe that I have about it is that um, apparently Malik Foster will only be with us um, in the at RGBFC Toros um, for until May because. Uh, Alajuelense, who is, who owns his, his rights, who because he was loaned to RGV from Alajuelense, so Alajuelense wants him back for the beginning of the next in the next season, and so apparently he he's only on a short term loan until May, and uh, the reason that this hap or this is happening is because the Toros. Or not the Toros. Alajuelense recently got recently signed a new defender who is also an international player, and uh, so the rules in Costa Rica, in the Costa Rica league limits the amount of internationals that they could play. Um, another thing that happened is that because Alajuelense, because Malik Foster had played for, uh, I believe it's a Jamaican team that plays in the Concacaf league, um, Port. Uh, let me let me get let me get the information because I don't want to say uh, incorrect information about Malik Foster. Anyways, apparently because he already played with that Jamaican team and he played with Alajuelense, he could he could not be transferred over to another team that follows the regular the regular calendar year. Uh, therefore, he has to go and play for another other leagues that have a different calendar and that includes usl that includes mls and i believe that also includes the russian league don't quote me on that um but yeah he says he he could be he could be loaned but he cannot be in costa rica and neither in the majority of the leagues of europe because they are in the, in the same calendar as the jamaican and costa rican league um, the reason, the problem is that he played with Portmore, Portmore United, and with Alajuelense um, in in the in the calendar in the FIFA calendar year, which begins in the first of July of 2018, and ends in the 30th of June in 2019. Um, and he says that they say here in La Nación, independently if the league, if if Alajuelense buys him or not, Foster could be loaned. To leagues like MLS or Scandinavian, like Sweden, Norway, and Finland, uh, which are recognized by FIFA to have a calendar that goes from the first of uh, January to the thirty-first of December. So that's how they kind of got a, got away with with this whole uh, process in order to let Malik Foster continue to play. Um, now Sean tells me that this was a loan to buy option. Um, but I highly doubt that the Alajuelense would accept uh, the, the the buy option because they really want this player. Uh, but I guess we'll see what happens uh, what happens in May uh, when that happens. But uh, but like I said, you know he's starting off on the right foot. 
He's already scored a goal for the the Toros against the Houston Dynamo. So that's a, it's a good first impression I get from him. All right, so let's see what else we can talk about. Uh, oh, excuse me. If you guys were were watching this stream before we, I actually started the show, you guys probably noticed that I said I need to do something before the show starts, and it's going to hurt me bef- um, with all my heart. And then you notice that on the waiting screen, I replaced Todd Warden with Brandon Morales. And you're probably wondering why I did that. Well, that's because official, this is official information, breaking news. Portland Timbers 2 have announced that uh, the signing of Todd Warden uh, for the 2019 season. So Captain Warden is no longer with the Toros. It makes sense based on what Matt Jordan has talked about here in Houston with uh, Glenn Davis on his show. And that is that these players are at maximum going to stay three years with the Toros to see how they develop, see if they're uh, first team ready for the Houston Dynamo. And as surprising as it sounds, the Houston Dynamo believes that uh, Todd Warden still was not ready for a... uh, a chance of uh, getting an MLS contract with the Houston Dynamo, or maybe he was, but the reason is because they brought in Matias Vera, because they have Juan David Cabezas, because they already have Eric Bird, because they also have Darwin Seren. There's so many players in that position of, of the holding midfielder. Therefore, he was not going to be able to get minutes or wasn't worth um, get, giving him an, an MLS contract. And as sad as and as sad as that sounds, you know, he he wasn't going to stay with the Toros. As much as the fans loved him, as much as we loved him, the Dynamo says if they're not if they're not going to be for MLS future, then they should not be with the Dynamo or with the Toros. So he has signed with uh, Portland Timbers too. Like I said. Uh, we wish him the, at least personally, I wish him the best of luck. He's my, he was my favorite player from the from the Toros. I even actually had a uh, Captain America wallpaper uh, created in in his uh, f- created uh, for for the wallpapers by Akianime. That will stay. That one will stay because I, like I said, I, he's my favorite player. But Todd Warren is not. Uh, is now with Portland Timbers 2, which is interesting because that's another MLS 2, MLS 2 team. But, um, hey, it looks, looks like uh, we have the gangs all here. What's up, uh, Jacob and Ray? Well, how's it going, Edson? Did you guys just hear the, did you guys hear the news? Yes, I, I'm sobbing right now. Well, this is the first that I've heard of it. Very upsetting considering that... In my eyes, of course, I'm not Houston Dynamo, though, but in my eyes, he seemed like he could have been worth it for a for the Dynamo first team. Mm-hmm. Why they, I, maybe they saw something that we didn't. 
But but think about it. And I, I could tell he could lead a team. He could help lead and make teams have chemistry. But think about it, and I just mentioned it right now. I mean, look at the depth of the defensive, the holding midfielder position. You have Matias Vera. You have uh, Juan David Cabezas. You have Eric Bird. You have Darwin Seren. And uh, you have, uh, who else? Uh, I know there's one more player that I'm missing that is all, that also plays in that position. So there's a lot of competition out there. And I don't, and I don't think they really had the need to bring in somebody from USL uh, into to give them an MLS contract and not play him, you know, because you have to remember once he signs an MLS contract that uh, his salary counts against um, the um, the the salary cap. Yeah, and, but I goes back as well to. I just, I don't know, because he never really needed to bring in Darwin Seren, because guess what? All he does is gets red cards and yellow cards for Houston Dynamo and accumulates those, and he's out for half the season due to that. Yeah. Do that. Right? It's just it's kind of weird. Yes, I do see that there is... But at the same time, let's look at the past years. We've had so much injury that it's scary to say that we don't need more players in that position. That's true. Right? Well, it, I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed that the Dynamo didn't try to retain Wharton here. But I, let's take a look at from this standpoint. Okay, he had three full seasons to develop. Houston bought players at that position, thus making that um, that uh, trajectory a little bit more difficult for Todd. Mm-hmm. And yes, was did he was he able to pick up a couple of things in his last season? Yes, he was, but at the end of the day, um, they, they saw Bird, they saw Wharton, and they felt like Bird might have been the better choice for that. Now, as far as the disciplinary record, yes, I'll, I'll side with Jacob here because uh, the disciplinary record of that player has been uh, very, very questionable. It's been very suspect at times, too. And not, and, and not only the, in the disciplinary aspect of it, like he was one of the most underwhelming players. Well, besides... Uh, um... What was his name? Arturo Alvarez. Besides Arturo Alvarez, he was in a in a different league as far as disappointment. Uh, but Darwin Saren like looked very lackluster last season when it was his t- his time to to play. He lost a lot. The of only bumps. memorable game that Darwin Saren had was the opening game against Atlanta, and then he just disappeared off the uh, off the map. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's incredible. I, I It surprised me that he was able to stay for this season, but I was like, okay, well, I, I mean, I guess. Um, although, you know, to be fair, knowing the Dynamo's track record uh, in these these kind of things with uh, players that they get from the USL, from the Toros, or and the move them up to the first team, I think it would, I think it's a better opportunity for, for Todd Warden 
uh, to continue to develop at his uh, uh, with T2. I mean, I, I have a I have a feeling that we will see Todd Warden a couple of times with uh, Portland Timbers, at least in the Open Cup. I would That's- agree there. I mean, I you, you know I think Portland may have suited his needs to kind of get that MLS um, a footing. Uh, uh, putting into a place there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at T2's track record of creating MLS players, they've had they've had uh, they've had quite a few that were hit and miss, and now they are at other organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll even use uh, em- Emili- uh, Romilio Hernandez. That was a guy that was a draft pick by the Timbers, spent time with T2, didn't necessarily make it, and yet the Toros retained his rights to kind of hopefully uh, get that those second and third year out of uh, Romilio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I mentioned before, you have to remember what Matt Jordan has been saying you know, for a long time, what we've been saying on our show for a long time. I mean, just take a look. I mean, we also lost uh, Kai Green for the same exact reason. And that is because they were here since 2016, both Todd and Kai. They were the only one. They're the only ones left from the first season, if I'm not mistaken now. And never made it to the to the MLS. And they're like, well, we know we don't need you anymore. Even though you're like I said, even though you're a fan favorite, even though you uh, are one of our best players statistics wise. And I'm talking about uh uh, both because I think even Kai Green was really good statistics wise last last season uh, on the defense and but you, you're not you're not essential because you're not going to go to the MLS. That's a good point and I mean you know what's really funny about this conversation is I can hear Sean right now saying make it to the MLS and probably get to the MLS because he was here from 2016 well none other than Todd Wharton I mean I I hear that for in Sean's voice right now just due to the fact that we've had so many of those players go particular way but once again we look at who's coaching Houston Dynamo at the moment who's coaching the Portland Timbers because again um and even I think Powell won't be there for the next coming years. And if you think of it that way, to well, necessarily replace them. And yeah. so I think for the Portland Timbers too, I think you just need some more time, which it's on the edge as in if he doesn't make it in the next year, into the MLS, don't expect him to make it to the MLS at all. That's a that's actually a really valid point. Are you an RTBFC fan looking for more in-depth coverage of the Toros? Well, let me tell you, you stumbled upon the right show for your listening pleasure. We are an RTBFC internet show and podcast by fans for fans. We air every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash down in the valley. Our podcasts are also available on your favorite podcasting platforms, 
including iTunes and the Google Play Store. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Down in the RGB. Thank you.